Well, greetings, friends, and welcome to the Gospel Underground Podcast. This is episode 130. Good luck! We are broadcasting live, well, live from me, from our worldwide shedquarters here in Blacksburg, Virginia. It's great to be with you guys. I'm doing a little quick solo episode today. We will continue in a couple of weeks in our Sacred Game series. I hope you liked the Power Game. I've had a lot of feedback on the series so far and trying to look at, right, what are the things we're using to find meaning, transcendence, purpose, connection uh, without, right, the divine, which is this uh, experiment that our society has been engaged with philosophically, intellectually, for some time now working out into the streets. Well, today I wanted to just jump in here and talk about some Irish things. Got my green on in the background. No, it's not St. Patrick's Day. If you don't know that, it is actually, what is this, August uh, 26th. I'm getting ready to hop on a plane here shortly to go see some friends uh, in Austin, Texas, and then Boston. So, uh, But I got inspired the other night um, by leprechauns, I suppose. If you see the, um, the graphics, if you're looking at your phone right now, you may see a graphic with some... Uh, green memorabilia, leprechaun hat, that kind of thing. Uh, I watched a movie with my oldest when before she went back to college. She had a little break between her job this summer and going back for RA training. I think Caleb will be the best RA in the history of the world. I wish she would have been my RA when I was a freshman in college. She's such an awesome person. But um, we watched this movie called Luck, uh, kind of a animated, kind of computer animated uh, feature film that was on Apple TV Plus, and so. Really interesting, lots of little motifs in there, but uh, we'll talk about that in, there in a moment. But before that, right, uh, it's not I, I wanted review, to do a little, uh, not that a little review-ish, right and not of the movie, actually. I wanted to do uh, a review-ish of a book that I just finished that actually uh, Kyleen is reading, Kayla read it first, uh, called Say Nothing. Um, a True Story of Murder, Memory in Northern Ireland by Patrick Radden Keefe. 2018 book, award-winning, wild stuff. Like, look, uh, my family, Monaghan, there's a county in Ireland called Monaghan County. Obviously, uh, we have Irish descent. Like a lot of Americans, apparently, you know, maybe 10% of Americans can claim some connection to the Green Isle. Um, I, and I, I've read books. One of my really enjoyable audiobooks I read in the past was called The Immortal Irishman, a book by Timothy Egan, uh, featuring the life of Thomas Francis Marr, who kind of was like during the um, uh, 19th century, was very involved in lots of uh, revolutionary activities. You know, obviously the Irish fought the, uh, <laughs> the empire, the British Empire, for a long time, the United Kingdom, to get independence. And then Northern Ireland uh, later obviously had lots of difficulty. In fact, this was an area of Irish history that our family didn't know much about. We, we've kind of, you know, we're history people in our family. We kind of look into things a bit and had read books about other periods of time. But this period of time, roughly from the late 60s up until, you know, now, uh, this book covers the struggle, struggle in Northern Ireland, which is still part of the United Kingdom, uh, and the wanting to be a united island, united Ireland, um, you know, all the counties together, as it were, as their own country. I can't recommend this book. It's hard. It's hard to believe. Like you're not reading some espionage kind of, uh, you know, 
book about you know people doing all kind of crazy stuff, both on the loyalist side and the uh, the Irish Republican Army. And I'm not going to say anything else like that. If you like uh, books about history, books about struggle, different things, uh, I'm going to complete. After I said the IRA, I don't want to say anything more. I want to say nothing. Um, because I don't want the troubles, right? But fascinating book. Uh, Kayla finished it. I've just finished it. I've given it to my father-in-law. Uh, Kyleen is listening to it over, uh, over at college. And so highly recommended. Say nothing. True story of murdered memory in Northern Ireland. Let's be back to a lighter side of things uh, and not talk about the, the troubles. Uh, but we want to talk in this episode briefly about luck. Luck as a concept. And now the reason why is, again... Um, you know, I I was I read an article about hey hey the best Pixar movie this summer maybe not from Pixar now this movie Luck that's on Apple TV Plus maybe it's I think about seventy percent positive on Rotten Tomatoes from uh, viewers uh, critics are hitting it a little bit hard I don't agree with a lot of the critics review I liked I liked the movie in fact it, it's it's a production uh, with Skydance Animation which is John Lasseter's new work John Lasseter was one of the uh, big storytellers with Pixar and then Disney uh, con- you know he had some controversy I don't know his whole story um, making people feel uncomfortable in the office was let go by Disney apparently Apple and attorneys and such have researched into that you know so they're not you know hiring some you know criminal guy or something and they were satisfied that Lasseter is a good guy. I don't know if he's redeemed, canceled. I don't know what. But anyway, his this is uh, uh, his first full feature film, kind of in, responsible for with Skydance Media. You can look it up uh, this movie Luck online. Now, I it, it's an interesting world in this movie because it's set in this kind of um, you know people said merger between kind of Monsters Inc. and Inside Out. If you're familiar with those two great Pixar films. Um, it's kind of like an otherworldly journey into this world of good and bad luck, but it makes you think, right, about life and are some people just lucky, some people just unlucky. And so I wanted to, as I have with my children often growing up, talk a little bit about luck as a concept. Oh, hey, that I'm just lucky. What what do we mean by that? And so Let's imagine for a se- for a second that you're a materialist, and by that I don't mean a materialist who likes buying stuff, you know, or you know, responding to all your Instagram ads with clicks, uh, you because they know what you want to buy. Um, aren't those ads good? Uh, but anyway, I'm not talking about materialism in the sense of stuff, but more um, the philosophical position of materialism that the stuff is all there is, that everything's physics, physical, uh, philosophical naturalism. There are no supernatural things or moral agents besides this, you know, the bumping around matter, space, time, energy stuff. So um, in that worldview, right, say, uh, of a scientific naturalist, they would say all is a broken chain of cause and effect unfolding according to natural law. So that, that's the reason why most atheists don't believe in silly things like free will um, or maybe other than free will as a kind of what you would call an epiphenomenon, a phenomenon on top of matter, right? Uh, something we can talk about meaningfully, but we don't really have like free will. We're just kind of you know, dancing to the DNA, so to speak. And so the word luck is actually used a lot in our society today in an interesting way. Usually we say um, say something's lucky as an escape. I think an escape uh, into ignorance, actually, and not an explanation. Why did that happen? I just got lucky. Well, what are we really saying there? It's really saying we have no idea why this thing or that thing happens uh, but, uh, yeah, they were, we're lucky or unlucky. So, but what about, you know, the worldview I hold, I, I'm a 
follower of Christ. I obviously I believe in God, theism, philosophically. Um, and if if we can put aside kind of intramural debates between Christians about God's sovereignty, that God superintends, controls, controls all things, is the rule of all things, or meticulous divine providence, that God guides everything according to His purpose, and the freedom of people. Let's just put aside the tension of those things for a second. Um, and just say for most all Christians, we ought to see luck as an incoherent concept that doesn't make any sense. Why? We well, we believe that people do things, right? Agent causation. Um, you know, you can hit your little brother when you're a kid, right? Um, God does things, right? God has agency. Um, and then there are some outcomes in life, right, that are outside of our abilities to control them. Uh, and there are some things that very much uh, are in our control. In fact, you know, the old wisdom prayer, like, hey, God, let me let me control things I can, let trust you with the rest kind of deal. And so in that view, what do we think of luck? So this is a quote by R.C. Sproul. Uh, he was a, uh, I guess you would call uh, Sproul a theologian, uh, philosophically trained as well, an apologist for the Christian faith thinker uh, who passed away. Uh, but R.C. Sproul, in an article, this is um, uh, an article on Ligony or the, his, the ministry he founded, um, called Chance Has No Power. You know, chance. Like, how did that happen? By chance. Well, chance. what does chance do? Uh, Sproul says this, So the premise that I'm going to give to you, and this is what philosophers and scientists of all ages have agreed, that the word chance becomes a word to define our ignorance, things we don't know. Uh, we throw the word chance in the equation because we don't know what's going on out there because there is no invisible power called chance because chance has no existence or being since it has no being, it has no power. In other words, luck doesn't do anything, right? Uh, but we want to give it all this power and agency just kind of, I, I think, because we want to just throw it out to the universe. Like, oh, I got lucky. Or or maybe, you know, when we say bad luck, maybe what we mean is like, hey, I, I don't like this. this is happening to me. This is unlucky. Or good luck is like, man, hey, I, I like this a lot. But, um, you know, why did it happen to me? Hey, I'm lucky. Or, you know, um, or maybe if we're looking at the experiences of other people, maybe close to us, friends, family, things like that, or maybe people, you know, we see maybe on social media, you know, doom scrolling other people's perfect lives. Some people uh, seem to experience things that I would like to experience. They are lucky, right? Or some people are experiencing things that I, I would like not to happen to me. Well, they are unlucky. That's kind of how, in just guy, you know, a popular street level way. I think, I think, hit me back info at gospelunderground.org if you have thoughts on this. But I think that's how we kind of use the term luck. Okay, now back to the movie. Uh, this is an interesting world because it's a world of good and bad luck, and and uh, some have a little bit of good luck, some have a little bit of bad luck, some have a lot of bad luck, and they're wonderful characters. Uh, if you you know look for John Lasseter's name on any kind of Pixar Disney film, you're going to see wonderful character storytelling. There's a beautiful and I think pretty unique world. I mean, it is similar to like a you know floating world, like maybe you saw some things in Inside Out with the with the young lady's mind. Um, but it's a I think it is unique. Some people are like oh it's a try to you know worn out. No, it's it's a pretty unique world. I'll, I'll leave it at that. And, and no spoilers. I'm not trying to wreck your viewing experience of the movie. Luck. I'm just going to tell you it's a beautiful, neat, unique world. Uh, you know, weakness. Obviously, it's a kids' movie. Mostly uh, adults will like it as well. 
it's not a philosophical treatment, so it's not trying to be precise when it's dealing with real thoughts about life. But it's you know dealing with day to day life and causation and why and what and how to make sense of our disappointments and uh, I you know tugs on the heartstrings, right? It's kind of from the uh, Pixar people. Um, so it's not, but it's not trying to be a philosophical treatise, and I'm not trying to make it into one either. But there are two pivotal moments. Let me see if I can do this without spoiling the film, but there's two pivotal moments. There's a conversation between two of the main characters, a young lady named Sam Greenfield and then Bob, who's a black cat, which I think is pretty great. You're talking about lucky, unlucky, you got lucky pennies, got leprechauns, you got all this stuff, right? Um, and Sam and Bob are in a catastrophic situation. Like all the stuff's going, you know, going, going, going crazy and bad, right? Um, and something else in this dialogue between the two emerges as more important than whether a person is lucky or unlucky. And what emerges is, um, well, I'll go ahead and tell you, is goodness uh, and character. Hmm. Seems like those things might be more pivotal in us understanding the universe, goodness, uh, justice, evil, uh, character, these kinds of things. And then finally, um, there's a discussion where, you know, where all things in the story, they kind of, that we might interpret as good, bad, and kind of seem to all really matter to making us who we are. So I want you to look for those if you do watch it. Watch the very end to see these two pivotal moments because I think in that world they go out of uh, the lucky world into a world of goodness and into a world of what we would call providence. Now, look, I know there are visual cues in this movie. Uh, with concepts like the yin and the yang, that good and evil are two sides of the same coin. And someone who, say, is uh, from an Eastern philosophical tradition who wants to say, yes, this movie's preaching my my worldview. I see that. But it seems to me that good and evil are not just two sides of the same coin, but are rightly differentiated, separated. Um, and they matter in our life story, in your life story. Um, and... There's a there's a reality in the the end of this movie. I won't give it a, completely away. There's a reality at the end of this movie that concurs very nicely if you happen to be a follower of Christ, because we know this is Romans eight twenty eight. Um, by the way, Romans eight twenty eight not a verse to use with people in the midst of suffering. It is an absolutely essential truth to know uh, as you go through life, particularly in a good moment before you head into suffering, but. Uh, there's a moment at the end of this film that concurs with, and we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good uh, for those who are calling according to, called according to His purpose. And so when you think about that verse, it doesn't say all things are good or uh, all things aren't good, right? There are things in life that aren't good. We're not saying, oh, all things are good, be happy and believe in God. No, we're saying all things, the good, the bad, everything in between, the terrible, uh, the beautiful glories all mixed together under the hand of God for those who love him, and they work for our ultimate good, right? There's nothing random, nothing meaningless uh, in our life as followers of Jesus, and there's certainly uh, no such thing as luck. Now, 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 before you freak out on me, right? Like, hey, but I always say before playing sports to my kids, hey, good luck today. Can I say that? Yes, it's fine. If you're one of these people uh, that like feels like you need to philosophically, theologically correct someone for saying, you know, good luck, pat you on the butt, you're going to play a football game or something. Like, come on, man. Uh, it's just a, it's just a phrase. Hey, do, do your best. Now, if you want to get 
uh, some other phrases that are not weird, right? Like, don't be weird and say, well, I can't say good luck to people because luck doesn't exist. I'm going to say weird long treaties paragraphs to people before they play the sports game, right? Look, there are other ways, right? Like, I, I talk to our guys, our wrestlers, guys that are on the wrestling team, maybe Christian guys. I, I just, you know, I don't say good luck because, I mean, I don't know what it's saying. Happy, you know, whatever. I say, hey, go get some, right? Hey, let's go get it. Or, hey, this is why we put in the work, right? Hey, is in the barn. You've done your part. Let it fly. Leave the results to God. You don't have to be weird, right, to uh, say what most people mean when they say good luck. Okay, now, I want to close uh, with a quotation from the Westminster Confession of Faith. Obviously, Presbyterian friends, you'll be happy about this, but it's one of these wonderful things in church history about providence, God's... Uh, Providence can be two ways, right? Sustaining everything by the power of his word. Why is there a world? Why does it continue to exist? Why is there... uh, God sustains the world by the word of his power, and his providence as a guidance or uh, sustaining history or guiding history towards its proper ends. If you read, like, uh, founding documents uh, in American history, you'll see, like, with the firm reliance on divine providence, meaning that we trust that God's leading this world. And so this is one of the great statements on providence from Westminster uh, Confession of Faith, and I think this is like chapter 5. God, the creator of all things, does uphold, direct, and dispose, and govern all creatures, actions, and things, from the greatest even to the least, by his most holy and wise, wise and holy providence, according to his infallible foreknowledge, and his free an immutable, unchanging counsel of his own will to the praise of the glory of his wisdom, power, justice, goodness, and mercy. Guys, it's a wonderful thing to know Jesus, to know that this God, the God of wisdom, power, justice, goodness, and mercy, guides everything under the sun, including our lives on the days that feel lucky or unlucky. They're sometimes kind and good providence. Harsh, difficult days. But God is with us through it all. So we can cast all our burdens upon us because he cares for us. And that's our pathway, friends. All right, y'all. Go get it. Good luck. Peace.